Hi, welcome to Working Women. I'm Fanny from Creative Side Work. While running Creative Side Work, we have met many amazing women. We hope to share inspiring stories about how female executives, entrepreneurs, and freelancers from Singapore are taking charge and building successful careers. So today we are talking to Tracy. So Tracy, can you introduce yourself to our viewers? Um, hi everyone. Um, I'm Tracy. Uh, originally from Hong Kong, but I just moved to Singapore uh, in January this year um, to study my MBA program here. So um, thank you for having me, Fanny. Uh, it's a pleasure yeah, to, no, to be I'm here. Um, so yeah. So. Um, I, I, I'm really happy to be um, sort of starting a new chapter of my life in Singapore mm. in general, uh, making a lot of new friends and uh, obviously quite a strange time <laughs> to actually start being a student again. Uh, but I, I'm loving every moment of it. Mm. So when you're in Hong Kong, you're in the film industry, right? Yes. So I was uh, working as a uh, um, personal assistant mm. for um, Stephen Chow. Mm. Um, so I'm sure a lot of you uh, sort of have watched his movies. Uh, I basically watched his movie yeah. growing up with his movies. Yeah. And, you know, you always sort of see his movie like on TV, like on repeat, basically. <laughs> Especially like Chinese yeah. New Year. Um, Chinese New Year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you always see his movies. Yes. And uh, yeah, he's such a big inspiration. And uh, and uh, yeah, I've, I've learned so much valuable experience working, you know, you know, for him. So, yeah, it was great. How do you first uh, went into the industry? Was it like a childhood dream to always no. enter the film industry? <laughs> Actually, no. To be honest, I've never really planned my career per se. Um, I think a lot of my career path just sort of, it just sort of happens organically mm -hmm. for some reason. Um, so before I um, sort of jump into the chance of working for Stephen, I was actually um, working at Sotheby's. Um, mm -hmm. So it's the auction house in Hong uh, well, international auction house. Mm -hmm. So they have an office in Hong Kong. And it just so happened that I sort of, um, sort of, get to know his then assistant oh. who is actually planning a retirement so um, she was looking for somebody who can really you know, sort of take on the role and be really responsible and so she sort of got to know me and that's sort of how I sort of got the job and then she happily retired and then <laughs> just become but you got thrown into the deep end <laughs> yeah so it was literally it was very it was a risk uh, for myself actually when I took it I wasn't really quite sure what to expect because um, I never worked into movie industry before mm. but I've always had a great passion uh, with the creative industry um, I actually did a bit of uh, window uh, uh, dressing uh, you know the um, yeah. window merchandising yeah. so I did a bit of that when I was in the UK actually so I always wanted I always liked the creative side of things and I'm such a big fan of movies I watch a lot of movies and and uh, yeah and then never been a personal assistant before so I thought <laughs> hey why not and you know you can learn from one of the most talented yeah. person you know probably in Asia so um, yeah so that's sort of I just you know, took a leap of faith and just... <laughs> How long were you in that role for? I was there for about six and a half years. Yeah, so it was quite a long time. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, if it wasn't because I really wanted to um, sort of 
as a personal growth, I always wanted to do um, something more. I always wanted to um, get back to education. So, mm. um, so it just so happened that I thought it was sort of about time for me to sort of start a different chapter in my life. So I wanted to take a year off and just sort of like be a student again. And it was just so lucky that I've, you know, got enrolled uh, at um, Singapore Management University. Mm. And so, so here I am. <laughs> so a lot of our viewers are actually freelancers in the media industry. So, I mean, one of the questions that uh, female freelancers may have, I mean, I know that I have, is you walk into a film set, majority are, are yeah. guys. Yeah. So how do you make your presence felt and how do you make sure that you work together um, with them? So to be honest, I... I, my role is more of a, because for film production, I involve less, but I have visited, uh, you know, uh, when when Mr. Chow is filming uh, Mermaid and other movies, I have visited film sets and things like that. And also, um, I've always helped him to arrange uh, script meetings. Mm. And uh, yeah, like you said, it's very... Uh, sort of male dominant dominant industry in general uh, but I feel like because it's nice to actually have a sort of like a softer female touch mm. because you sort of add in different values and I was actually involved with uh, one of um, the project that it's not actually happening what well, is happening now it's, it's in production but it's uh you will probably hopefully see in two years time but mm. <laughs> um but i was actually involved with that project uh for about five years and the negotiation was literally a five years long negotiation and like you said it was a lot of male yeah. sort of um senior executives involved with that and also there was also different cultures as well mm. so i thought that was interesting for me um i i sort of i got into it and i sort of see what are the sort of missing links you know you kind of it's like a puzzle i think everything that you do uh even within production or negotiating a project you're trying to fit all the puzzles together mm. and then you try to find a missing link and you're also trying to um really listen i think one of the key things that i've learned um you know working for mr chow is always listen it's mm. i think people forget how important it is actually listening skill is so much more important than you know expressing you know yeah. your ideas expressing ideas is mm. a lot of people have different ideas especially if you worked in the creative field mm. i mean that's why people are working in the creative field because they have so many different ideas but i think the one thing that people need to focus on actually it's in in order to be collaborative and actually bring the whole team together and actually achieve the best result is by listening and taking all these different ideas mm. and and you kind of you know like you kind of work alongside with each other really listen and then you will create something great so listening is one of the most important skill you 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 have i have learned yeah <laughs> are there any skills you know in the past six and a half years working with you yeah for sure i think um also i think it's the, one of the things that I said is uh, also working with, because uh, it's quite a male-dominant um, industry. I think sometimes, um, 
your voice can get sort of lost yeah. <laughs> in, in, in a lot of communication. Um, from what I've learned is that be persistent. And if you really believe in something, don't take no for an answer. Mm. Always, always ask why. Don't just say if someone, this is something that I've learned as well the hard way. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've also sort of like, I've always sort of like, can I do this? Like, we, we all have this mental chatter in our heads, yeah. sort of like the self doubt yeah. and like, can we really do this? Like, do I really believe in this? You know, um, so I think sometimes for me is that try to really listen to what you believe in. And and if someone said no, like this is this is we can't do this, blah 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 blah. We 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 always have to prepare that yes, we will get rejection. That's just part of part of life, and it's the process of getting to where you want to be. Um, but I think that it's very important that you focus and ask why. Why does it? Why does the other person doesn't doesn't think that they will, this mm. will work? Try to listen to their uh, their feedback. I think listening to other feedbacks is very important. Mm. Um, sorry, coming back to the listening part, but I think yeah, per- be persistent. Always ask why, and find out what you can learn from it. So yes, okay, maybe this time your proposal didn't work. I, I think I've I had a lot of times where I propose something to Mr. Chow and he's like, no, I don't think it's gonna work. That's fine, but you need to be able to learn something out of it. Like, mm. why is why it because you for you to learn something from that person is very valuable. This time, yes, maybe your proposal doesn't work, but if you learn from that person, then next time you'll be able to actually. Improve how you present yeah. your your proposal or the way you think. Yeah. So I guess when you were working as a um, personal assistant, yeah, um, you co-share your time with um, Mr. Chow. I'm sure yeah. as a personal yeah. assistant. Do you yeah. have any time management tips or any tips to improve your productivity? Um. Y- yes. Uh, I think um, when I was working for Mr. Chow, because it was, uh, you know, you don't r- you. You kind of sort of, you don't really have your private time anymore yeah. in a way. Six and a half years, that's a long time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's very reasonable as well. Mm. Like whenever I whenever I wanted to take a take a long break or a long holiday, he's usually very, um, you know, he's always like, no, 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 no problem. Like go on for mm. your break, have a, have a good time, you know. Um, but I think for me, I've always, like I said, I wish I have taken on medication, sorry, medication, <laughs> meditation, meditation, <laughs> meditation a lot uh, earlier uh, because I actually think that the more meditation you do, so I've been doing meditation for about just two months actually, mm. um, but I've already sort of, notice the difference um in order of in in you know uh, in terms of productivity mm. and time management i think because a lot of time what we don't realize is that um you know we have a lot of things in our head we always have like i said i have a list of to-do list for today but usually not just for today but we always plan ahead right so we probably have a to-do list for like the rest of the month or sometime for the rest of the year you know like especially i can't even imagine if i'm a parent then i think i'll probably have many to-do lists because not for the kids and And husband and a husband you know so uh 
I think, you know, I think one thing that we have to always bear in mind is that, yes, we women especially, we do wear a lot of hats, different hats. and and But I think what is important is that we always need to stay focused mm. and always focus on what is happening right now. So instead of, I used to drive myself crazy because I have this to-do list for myself and for Mr. Chow for the day. And... <laughs> So I usually, and also I have an assist, I have an assistant as well. So I also have a separate to do list for her. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, it's like I have like you know several to do lists, and then, but I feel like sometimes it can get really overwhelming, and that's how you actually produce less. Mm. You actually your product your productivity goes down because you're trying to struggle too many things at once so i've been telling myself ever since i started meditation i think it really helped me to focus on the task on hand mm -hmm. instead of because i used to do it a lot i'm sure a lot of you can resonate with me you're doing this right now say you're writing your say i'm writing my essay for for the, and the deadline is like you know, next week or something. But while I'm writing the essay, my mind will go thinking yes. something else. Oh, wait, but what's for tonight? Like, I need to know, wait, tonight I have this meeting with professor and my classmate. Oh, wait, have I done that yet? Have I done enough? Like, is yeah. there something missing? It's always that worry that in the back of your mind yes. that something else you need to do. Mm. So I think that's actually made you less productive because you're not actually focusing on the task. If you're not focusing on the task that you're doing right now, how are you going to finish that and move on to the next mm. one? So I think for me, meditation really try to like slower your pace and actually... Even though it's lowering you your pace, but actually it's actually increasing your productivity mm. in a weird way because you're actually focusing on what you're doing right now instead of running a hundred miles per yeah. hour. So that's what I've learned. But you still have a to-do list. Yeah, I still have a to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> but but then I make sure that I focus on like you know if this is a uh, task one, two, three, four, five. I make sure that I finish one first before <laughs> I worry about two and three and four. Mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, and then but I also do the meditation at night just before I go to sleep. So then you can wind down your mind a little bit. And I found that my sleep quality is a lot better. Mm. And my mind is a lot more clearer because I don't have so much worries and also have to think about this, this and that and that. So I focus more on what is happening now mm. instead of like, okay, I need to worry about what's happening next week or next month or, mm. <laughs> you know, which is actually something that I think will resonate with a lot of people right now yeah. because of COVID, right? So then your mind always sort of said, oh, but you should worry about this, we should worry yeah. about this, we should... But then a lot of the time it's like, but right now at this moment, there's nothing to worry about. You just have to focus on what you need to do right now. Focus on your task and things will just fall gradually. Mm. So what are your future plans? Any any plan to step back into the film industry? Yes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my <laughs> that's what my passion is. So um so yeah, hopefully after after I finish the MBA program, I I hopefully then I'll be able to um um get a job with you know, in, in Singapore, especially. Um, I know there's a several media company in Singapore and there's a lot of international movie studio here as well. Mm. So, um, yeah, but I haven't actually really planned it mm. yet. Like I said, I just really wanted to 
uh, enjoyed this whole year of being a student and I, you know, making new friends and and learn as as much as I can because actually. The reason why I moved here and and study this program is because I also felt like there's a lot of things that I need to sort of uh, skill up mm. uh, because I feel like um, we're living in such a different world. Everything is changing every yeah. day, yeah. especially with AI technology yeah. and all these technology that is happening. To be honest, I I'm not even really on social media that much. So for me to like, I need to learn a lot. I feel like there's a lot to learn and I'm just absorbing like a sponge. I feel mm. like this is just, just a great time for me to learn from my professor and my classmate because a lot of them are like a lot younger than me. So like they're all very like digital savvy. And so they always like teach me things and like you have fun, fun, you know, they're always like telling me to try this app and try this app. So yeah, so I'm just like really enjoying it. But hopefully, yes, eventually I will get back to, um, you know, the movie industry. So um, what do you think is the impact of the pandemic on the creative industry as a whole? And how do you sure. think, um, you know, we can yeah. rise? Sure, sure, sure. I think, you know, like obviously, you know, we all know that the pandemic has hit the creative industry yeah. quite, quite hard. Um, so I think like as, you know, like you, as we all know, as many production has been put on hold and a lot of people are really affected by it. Um but I think, you know, luckily Singapore, I think the government obviously is really trying their best to especially, um, you know, like look after all the um, local workforce. Mm -hmm. I think this is something that I think Singapore government is really brilliant at. And, um, you know, I know there's like skill futures and your company, but actually I think your company oh, is doing you. great work for, for, for all the freelancers thank as you. well at this difficult time. So I think, you know, like local creative talents can focus more on you know, exploring freelancing opportunities and, and, you know, making the most of it by building their own portfolio and using mm -hmm. this challenging time actually to reach out more, just to reach out more, build your connection. I think, you know, you never know, like, I think connection is one of the most important thing, especially when you're freelancers, right? Um, so I think use this time, focus on what you can do. Um, you know, like there's always different perspective of looking at things. Yes, we are no doubt we're living in such a challenging time and everyone is still sort of probably trying to survive this difficult time. But I think there are always silver lining, you know, like you just always have to focus on what you can do to improve yourself. Use this time to learn new skills mm. or, you know, um, you know, or listen to podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> creative at work, you know. And I think, you know, like it's, it's you know, it, I think there's one old saying, right, that, you know, um, things are, opportunities are always there for the ones who are prepared. Mm. So I think use this time to really um, upskill yourself, uh, learn as much as you can, and also build up your networks. And don't be afraid to to ask for help. Mm. You know, if you need help or if, if, you, if you really want to learn something in this particular area, but you don't know where to start, ask, you know, look online and, and yeah, just, 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 learn as much as you can grow as much as you can and when the when all this is over 
when the right opportunity comes, you will be ready for it. Mm. After working, you know, for the most successful man in Asia for <laughs> six years, do you think, what do you think is the main ingredient for success? In Asia. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Um, I think persistence, for mm. sure. What I can see from... I mean, that's just my personal opinion. He might not be agreeing with like anything that I said about this. But I think what I can, what I really admire about Mr. Chow is that I think he's he's always hungry for knowledge. Mm. That's something that I really learned from him. I think if it wasn't for him, I probably won't be thinking of going back to school. going back to school. Mm. No, honestly, I think, um, which I don't think he realized that. <laughs> Um, and and I think, you know, he's always hungry for knowledge. And he, not only that, of course, he's very talented. And he's just one of those sort of natural born genius, mm-hmm. which sort of comes in once in a lifetime, I think. But that doesn't mean that he doesn't work hard for it, though. You have to see his drive. His drive is always to create the best that he can. He won't settle for anything less than perfect. Mm. And he's always chasing that, just that perfectionism that, that he has. And he has, you know, you can go, you can call it being stubborn, but he just wants the best out of everybody. Mm. He will probably push you to the limit. And you think, I don't have it in me. But you'll be surprised at what you can do. Like sometimes I think he challenged me that I felt like I didn't know that I can actually do that. But, you know, because he kept pushing and he kept on saying like, why can't you do this? Why can't you do it this way? And he always challenges different perspectives as well, which is I found it absolutely important uh, to become a successful entrepreneur or successful in anything that you do, you always need to see different perspective. Yeah. Don't just box yourself yeah. into one one way of seeing things because you're losing so many opportunities. Yeah. And he's really good at seeing all these different opportunities that appears. And yeah, and and also work hard, <laughs> focus, stay focused. And and be very persistent and be very determined as well. Um, but don't be afraid. I think one thing that I learned from my job is that, like I said previously, don't take no for an answer and and don't be afraid to fail. I think this is something that you really need to learn um, from my from my course, anyways, because I'm actually taking this entrepreneurship planning um, courses and one of the things that my professor said was uh, quite profounding was that don't be afraid to fail which Mm -hmm. is very important because we always see failure as oh my god I failed like I feel like I can't do this I've I've lost all my confidence because I failed but you know we can always learn something from failure don't don't look at it as failure look at it as what you can it's a growth opportunity because something this is something that you don't know this is why you can learn and then you can grow so i think yeah this is something i think i personally i think this is yeah all the things that i i've learned from mr chow and (laughs) and my professors (laughs) so i mean times are changing but uh 
it's not changed fast enough. So we don't see a lot of um, women in, in leadership positions yeah. in Asia. Yeah. Not as much as we, as we were yeah. like. Do you think it's because of um, how society has placed a ceiling for women? Or is it an uh, invisible one that we placed on ourselves? Think I think it's a bit of both. To be honest, I think there's no doubt that I think, you know, like, I think sometimes even myself uh, in all my past previous job, uh, you know, I do feel sometimes that women need to work harder just to persuade people that we have actually got what it takes to do the same job. Um, I think, you know, like, it is, it is there, but also because of that, sort of uh, stereotyping mm. that women, we also kind of believe in it because there's a stereotyping. Mm. And because we believe in that stereotyping, we are sort of almost, we are almost like a sort of also contributing to it because not, not directly, obviously, mm. not that we're doing it intentionally, but I think because we're also taught in a lot of ways when we were born as well, right? There's so so many stereotyping for women. But I think now it's really good that we're changing. Um, it's really funny, just before I um just before I got this invitation, um I was actually um I I was reading this article by Harvard Business Review um on how this pandemic um uh, might reshape the notion of female leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> like I can't like, honestly I, I can send you the, the article. I think it's quite interesting. So the article started off with mentioning um, you know, countries with women in leadership mm-hmm. have suffered uh six times fewer confirmed deaths from COVID mm-hmm. than countries with governments with men, lead by men, right? But I think more more compelling story from this article is that despite the struggle of gender inequality over the past few decades. I think there is a silver lining that is brought from this pandemic because, you know, this group of talented female leaders might become the first, you know, visible kind of role models Mm. for our new generations. And, you know, society might then become more accepting of leaders selected by, you know, not by their gender, but not by their religious, not by their race, but actually, you know, just focus on the intelligence, empathy, and also integrity, and also talents, right? Mm. I think these are the most things that we should look, um, we should look up to um, as a leadership, but not, you know, like rather gender or things like that. So I think, you know, for all the aspiring female creative professionals out there, I think, you know, just honestly, don't be afraid to speak up your mind. Like, don't don't be afraid to 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 share your opinions, uh, focus on your goal, share your talents with the world. And I think um, but one very important thing is don't forget to have fun and enjoy yeah. it while you're doing it because yeah. sometimes we're like we're so focused we actually forgot to have fun while yeah. doing it as well right but I think for like you know young professional I would particularly say that um, because you're so young try to focus um, try to find your passion I think something that um, you know my older generation what my parents have told me is that you know they didn't they didn't actually do anything that they're passionate about it's just a job it's yeah. just to it's just a mean to an end yeah. um, but I think now that 
you know, we have this opportunity. I think we can all try to find our passion and see where we can contribute to the to the to the society. You know, doing something that we love. So, one last question: Do you have any tips or encouragement for young female freelancers or solopreneurs or students who are aspiring to have their own, you know, do their own business? Uh, well, to be honest, I'm not really, um, I'm not sure if I can really like qualified as sharing um, any advice. But I think from what I would probably uh, tell my younger self yes. <laughs> is that, you know, like seriously, don't, don't, don't be afraid. Just don't be afraid. Um, you can make lots of mistakes. It's fine. Mistakes is there to help you to understand your ability better and you know where you need to improve on. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, um, try as much as, try as many new things as you can when you're young and then find that passion. Once you find that passion, focus on it and build on it and and don't give up easily mm. don't give up easily be persistent and and like i said like opportunities are for those who are well prepared so prepare yourself and have fun while you're doing it <laughs> don't forget to have fun because <laughs> that's what life is all about thank you so much for thank you thank you for joining us this week subscribe to our show freelance creative exchange on youtube Check out our Freelance Creative Exchange website and join our Creative Network community on Facebook and Instagram. Have a wonderful week. Be kind. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.